As you get deeper and deeper into a calorie deficit, it's easy to assume that this may also come with a decrease in strength. There's less energy available, you're lighter, etc. And a lot of us start to find it harder to set new personal bests in the gym or even match our previous efforts and our numbers within our training. So how much truth is there to losing strength in the gym? I'll be looking at this from both the lens of my personal perspective and what I've seen with my clients throughout the years too. With some of the clients I've worked with, both on the gym floor and within online coaching, I've seen them start their journeys by lifting, let's say, sub 10 kilos on the shoulder or chest press, for example, barely lifting 30 to 40 kilos on a barbell back squat or a deadlift. And at this stage, they're about 5 to 20 kilos heavier than what they want to be in order to achieve their goals. And then by the time we get to the back end of their fat loss phase, and then now 5 to 20 kilos lighter, they're also on the lowest amount of calories and the highest amount of expenditure that they've been on. They tend to be the strongest that they've ever been throughout the entirety of the journey. Their dumbbell presses are now in the teens. Their deadlifts and squats are now in the 60, 70, maybe even 80 kilos range and they're stronger and fitter than ever. Then I've also had experience with clients who are just about matching their numbers when they get to the back end of their journey, who are falling just under their previous bests and seem to be losing strength as they approach the back end of their dedicated fat loss phase. And if I'm honest, I'd say that split is maybe 70 to 75% in favor of the people getting stronger and around 20 to 25% of those who lose strength. And I want to go for a few primary reasons as to why I believe this happens. The first is the psychological element. A lot of people that have suspicions that they may lose strength on their journey as they progress through the dieting phase, they probably heard it from a friend, a family member. Hence why they asked the question in the first place, will I lose strength? They heard about it from someone else. They heard or perhaps they even experienced this by seeing that other person was super low on energy. They could barely walk without getting tired, let alone having the possibility to train hard. And this plays a big, big role. It's really not uncommon for people to nocebo themselves into this and then end up allowing this to happen to them, even though physiologically it didn't even have to. And there was a really interesting situation in the previous place I worked at where they had specific phases and terminology And it was always that the more the client knew about these phases and terminology through reading about it or having friends who went on the journey, for example, the more that those people individually would experience these phases and these certain things that was kind of expected of them during the journey. However, those who didn't really know quite as much about it or didn't do much prior reading, they very rarely experienced anything along these lines. So was it down to the fact that these things were destined to happen or was it down to the fact that they expected it to happen? Based on my experience, it was certainly the latter. Also, when people are hearing this, they're probably hearing this narrative from someone who pushed to the very extreme. I can relate to losing strength and barely wanting to walk. It wasn't fun. But this was only a time where I was even on incredibly low calories in the region of maybe 800 to 1200, which is another story for another day, or in the last couple of weeks, potentially before a competition at the very extreme end of the spectrum, which for most people, if your goal is not to get stage lean, shouldn't really go to. And therefore, you're probably not going to experience it either. The psychological aspect is a big one. If you think you're going to lose strength, you probably are. However, if you're realistic and cover some of the things that I'm going to go through in just a moment, you have a very good chance of being in the 75% of people I've experienced who do not experience a drop in strength. The second reason you may experience this is that you're not taking the process as seriously as you could be. In the early stages of the journey, you can get away with a little less sleep. 
going over your calories, or even cutting the corners when it comes to the managing stress. However, when you get deeper into the journey and you're getting closer to your goal, you can't cut corners in the same way you did in the initial stages. I always talk about this with my clients when it comes to energy availability. Primarily, our two sources are food and sleep. Calories are probably going to go down. So if you let sleep come down with this, you're just asking for an extra challenge. If you decide to fast all day because you're gonna have a meal out in the evening and try to train whilst you're super hungry, there's a good chance it's going to impact your performance. If you're super stressed and your calories are obviously lower and then your sleep isn't 100% either, it's likely that your performance will drop. It probably would if you were in a calorie surplus too. But the deeper you get into the journey, the less you can get away with it. And the moral of the story is simple. When it comes to the final stages of your journey, this is where you want to step up your game, not let your foot off the gas. And then the final reason that people will experience this is because their approach is either too extreme or they've been in a deficit for a very long time. They've either slashed their calories or taken them super low and or have ramped up their activity so much that there's now even less energy available and the recovery demands are even higher and their body simply cannot cope or they've simply been dieting for perhaps a year or more. This was my personal situation in 2016, 2017, and it really hit me hard. And the antidote for this, leave enough times that you don't have to take an aggressive approach. And if you feel that you can't get to where you want to without going super low calorie, high output, or without staying in a deficit for years on end, then maybe you have to think about living to diet another day, which basically means closing off this fat loss phase, reverse dieting, going out to maintenance, and then potentially coming back into a diet in the future. And a couple of notes to wrap up with is that if you are feeling your energy wavering towards the back end of your deficit, you want to fight as hard as possible to retain your strength. You want to mentally prep as much as possible. Stay focused within your workouts. Make sure that the foods you're consuming are supporting your performance and your recovery. Also make sure you track every single session. You may be feeling low energy and probably feel inclined to pick up a lighter pair of dumbbells. And if you don't have a training log to refer to, intuitively you may end up picking up that lighter weight and subsequently dropping strength. And finally, this shouldn't be a factor until very late into your journey. And I'm talking in the region of maybe four to six weeks away from your checkpoint, probably no earlier than that. And as I've mentioned, if you avoid the above, you should be able to stay just as strong and retain your strength. And this is really important as the more strength you retain, the more muscle you retain. And therefore, the better your physique will look when you do eventually get to your goal. So I hope that helped team and I hope that helps you preserve your strength late into your fat loss phases. Take care and I'll speak with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.